Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Good Friday morning. It's Ryan Seacrest with you. Thanks for having us on. Sissy Tanya here. Everybody looks like they're ready to get rid of us for the weekend. (laughs) I'm just getting those vibes, but that's all right. Got a lot to do this weekend. Hey, by the way, Father's Day is this weekend. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I always have uh, this anxious feeling when it comes to these holidays as my parents get older because as kids, we used to get them, we used to make them gifts. Right. And then in my 30s, I used to try to impress them with gifts. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now I don't think they want gifts. They just want to spend time with us. But that's also a problem, right? I mean, then it becomes a challenge to be with them as you get older and have more things going on in your life. It's one day out of the year. But they live in a different part of the country. (laughs) Make an effort. Well, I do make an effort. But this weekend, complicated. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? Father's Day does not get the same respect that Mother's Day does. You know, a lot of dads, and I I know this is generalizing, but a lot of dads have said to me, it's not that big of a deal to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I know Mother's Day is a big deal to my mother, but I'm not so sure. I mean, my dad, I know he appreciates it, but I agree. For my family, I think my father cares a little less about it than my mother does for Mother's Day. Yeah. Sisney, yeah. how do you feel about Mother's Day versus the way Michael feels about Father's Day? Because he's new at fathering, he probably loves it. You know, I don't really obsess over Mother's Day that much either because I have the twins' birthday on May 2nd and then Michael's birthday on May 6th, and that's usually kind of falls right in the weekend of Mother's Day too. So we've just been celebrating the whole week that I truly, it's like well, if we do something together, great. I don't need to be like completely pampered the whole weekend. But when it comes to Father's Day, the dance studio that the kids go to, they're doing their recital on Father's Day this Sunday. So all the dads have to go watch their kids perform. Well, was that bad planning or was that good planning? It was the Maybe only day they planning. could get the auditorium. And so they were like, oh. they sent a note out like months ago and they're like, sorry, it's going to be on Father's Day. Sorry, all the tours are back on schedule now. The auditorium's <laughs> yeah, not available. Literally. Uh, all right. Well, let, let's get into today. We've got um, the morning hack in a few. I'll tell you about that. Also, we've got Austin Butler, who's playing Elvis. Oh, I really want to see this movie. 
a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody yesterday on our Zoom. I, we were talking, well, we we're talking to a guest, and <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, on the other corner of the Zoom, Austin Butler comes up. I know. And I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought he wants to watch us do the show before he's a guest tomorrow. <laughs> I just think he got the wrong Tubbs, day. What happened? No, I mean, you, you're super professional because you didn't even flinch. Uh, Sissy and I were like, cracking you up. could see it i was like a schoolgirl, and like when you know you're yeah. not supposed to laugh in class i was just like <laughs> like well, trying I was, not to laugh i was focused on who were t- the guests we were katya, talking to the, the astronaut katya, that's right yeah. katya just went to space yeah. from ucla and she didn't flinch either she didn't i thought she would see austin i mean the guy's a good he plays elvis he's a good looking guy it took a lot of discipline not to comment i think it. she didn't have it in gallery view i think she had it in speaker oh. view and so well, she anyway, was just seeing you this ab austin butler pops up as Elvis, yeah, we were like, literally in a studio with a guitar in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, Tubbs, what happened? Did you feed everybody for the whole week at once into the Zoom? Or I thought maybe he's coming on and I didn't know about it, but turns out he's coming on now today. Yes. What happened? Yeah. Okay, so a lot of times when oh. we have... Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> here we, go. <laughs> we have Zoom guests. Grab your coffees. They'll have their publicist or manager or somebody also on the, the meeting. So Mark typically tells me, bring them in. So I brought them in, and the second account was Austin. Austin. Butler. I love that Tubbs doesn't know Austin Butler. You know who he was? Austin oh, Butler. Did it yeah. say did Austin Butler? I was Butler? just going to say that. Yeah. He thought it was Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, so Austin's on the show today. He's playing Elvis in this movie with Tom Hanks. JoJo Siwa's on today, and we got a hometown house there as well. Sunshine and really nice. Highs in the mid-70s all weekend, mid-80s inland. Get out there and enjoy it for Father's Day weekend. So every school district is out except Hermosa Beach Unified. No way. Well, you know what? That's what they get for being in Hermosa Beach. You know it was my first thought? <laughs> what? That was my first thought. Oh, that was that, your first thought? That was my first thought. It was like, well, yeah. I mean, at least their summer's in their neighborhood of Hermosa Beach. Yeah, exactly. At least they go to school every morning in Hermosa Beach. Yeah. Right? Uh, DJ XL is going to roll in here after mm-hmm. 7 o'clock with a sweet mix to get you in so there's a new dating trend that has people divided so what side do you think you would take mm-hmm. Sisney, break this down well like you said it is the beginning of summer and as we get going into this weekend maybe you have a date or two lined up hinge just revealed the latest dating predictions that we're going to see this season basically and going to the bar for some drinks or even having a drink on a date is completely out they're saying that 75% of the people that they spoke to globally that use Hinge said that they'd rather have a zero-proof date. And that is the new dating trend. Zero-proof dating. What is that? Like zero-alcohol proof? Zero-alcohol. Yeah. Huh. They're saying that sometimes when you're on your first well, they're date, wrong. you yeah, drink. Yeah, I'm like, this is a no for me. You drink and you're, you're, you have a lapse in judgment or you don't have a clear view of like the person, like who they really are. And I don't even know one date that I've been on with Michael where we weren't drinking besides when I was pregnant. Yeah. Like, you I, know, I, it's I, like, I, I, <laughs> I don't I mean, know are this these, is for but me. But are these people who have not dated much that yes, have said this? Yes. Okay, well, that's the difference. You know why? Because it's Gen what? Zers. And I'm not trying to point the finger, but no, I literally but am pointing the finger. they haven't been on so many that they know you do need a little proof sometimes but to think keep about the ball rolling. Gen Zers. Like they, when I was in my 20s, I thought I knew it all too. 
And so they think that they've, you know, so, discovered this whole new eureka, like, oh, you got to be sober for your first date. That'll change well, everything. Sober and having a drink are different, right? Like you can have a glass. I think having a glass of wine or having a drink or margarita, like loosens yeah, you up. breaks the Especially ice. if you're a nerd. Like I'm a nervous dater because I always feel the pressure uh, to keep conversation going. Yeah. Right? But you're so good at that. That's all you do. You no, like, but, but I enjoy but having a drink with you. the expectation is that. I enjoy with, having a drink with you. With me? Yes. Oh. Like the other day when we had our dinner at your house. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you enjoy, but you had several drinks with me. Well, I know. But had we had not had any drinks, it would have felt as if we were just well, working. I mean, <laughs> we talk here every day. Exactly. We talk like every day. Zero proof. <laughs> no, I just know that I feel that. And I like would, when I would date more often, I would study. I would think about things to talk about or to ask about. Yeah. Just like, so you would never have a, a really big lull. Uh, yeah, so the both of you wouldn't have a lull. Uh, but look, maybe this is not for everybody. You know, some people would enjoy a zero-proof date, so you can what do, do they like, want? What do they want to do on these like dates? Like coffee. You can go, no coffee, because then you have bad breath. And you have to poop. Um, that's true. <laughs> you imagine 10 minutes in, let I'm me just anybody, the By the way, let this be a public service to new <laughs> daters. If you think coffee dating is a good idea and it goes longer than an hour, getting out to poop is difficult it's so um, bad but people um, know what you're doing so um hike runyon canyon or any of the trails around la okay fine okay no, you well, can first date you can Ew. you can visit a farmer's market that could be cute you kind of get that a gauge very intimate like, but yeah but that intimate. but then you get a gauge of like what kind of food they shop for and you know see if there's a vibe there um or you can go have a picnic on the beach like little things like that but yes i'm with you i like a glass of wine or i like a tequila on the rocks here's like, the thing uh, why don't we come up with a a hybrid scenario here which is take your walk take your farmer's market take your hike before lunch and a glass of wine i mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's not zero proof dating no it's, it can't be zero proof. no and like a farmer's and then, market you get so sweaty and then like you have all these bags i also think the farmer's market is telling someone, hey, I'm going to spend the day with you making these tomatoes and these berries yeah. and whatever, the lettuce, whatever we're buying, we're going to spend the day together What's your now. Out? You have to lot. have an out. When you go on a first date, you have to have market. an out. Farmer's market is like going grocery shopping to make lunch yeah. or to make dinner. Oh. All right. This is what everybody's talking about. I guess so. Uh, let's get to the morning hack. So we got the morning hack and the quote of the day. Now, listen to this. A lot of moms know this one. So, Sisney, there's a there's a quick and easy way to get sand off of you when you get back to the car after mm -hmm. a day at the beach. Do you know what that is, Mama Sisney? Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know it's not just like a dry towel to the legs. Um, I know it, but I don't know it. Shoot. It's baby powder. <gasps> yes. And I so, always forget this because I don't buy baby powder. I we don't, don't use it. I used to use it in my swimmer's cap, hey. but I no longer do. Okay. Because that way you put it in the cap so it wouldn't pull your hair when you put your cap on. It would soften that whole you process. You obviously haven't seen Not So Pretty. I have not. Mm, don't. Okay. Great review. <laughs> Does uh, a deep dive into baby powder. What is it? It's like talk. talk. You know what is Not So Pretty? Oh, it's a, a documentary on HBO Max. Okay. Well, so I won't see it? Maybe you should. Well, you just said not to see it. <laughs> you oh use baby God. powder, don't see it. HBO Max, if you're listening, I'm going to see it. Okay. Uh, the baby powder is the solution. It absorbs the moisture and the sand comes right off. Yeah, I'm going to try this. All right, the quote of the day now. Here it is. Some stranger somewhere still remembers you because you were kind to them when no one else was. Wow. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. 
So FIFA announced yesterday that SoFi Stadium in Inglewood will be one of the 2026 World Cup venues. I mean, no surprise there, obviously. A total of 16 cities, though, will host matches in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. That's a twist, making the first time that three countries are hosting the games altogether. Some changes are expected to be made at SoFi, which is the, obviously the home for the L.A. Chargers and L.A. Rams, to accommodate the World Cup, including expanding the size of the field. I did not realize they had to make that a little bit bigger for soccer. But the last time the U.S. hosted the World Cup, if you remember, was back in 1994. And in Mexico, it was 1990 or 1986. And believe it or not, Kim Kardashian didn't ruin Marilyn Monroe's gown. Ripley's says, while Kardashian's, uh, you know, her presence at the Met Gown, this may cause a little bit of commotion. Her choice to wear Marilyn Monroe's breathtaking gown caused a divide online. In a statement made yesterday, Ripley's, believe it or not, said that uh, the Kardashian, that Kim Kardashian did not in any way damage the garment in short amount of time that she wore at the Met Gala. Justin Bieber has postponed the rest of the U.S. leg of his Justice World Tour less than a week after revealing his battle with Ramsey Hunt Syndrome. In light of Justin's ongoing recovery, the remaining U.S. Justice Tour shows scheduled for June. I know there was one at the Forum for July 2nd and 3rd have been postponed, reads the statement on the official Instagram account for the Justice World Tour. Details on the rescheduled U.S. dates will be made public shortly, but for now, they are all postponed. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Oh, thanks for having us on. Thanks for being here this week. If you uh, if you endured us all week, we appreciate that. Always grateful if you come back the next day after, after one taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a four-pack to Disneyland coming up in just a second. Plus what, Tubbs? Oh. Oh, I don't have that one. <laughs> Been giving away for weeks. <laughs> Every time we do Disneyland tickets, we have what? A family four pack? Yes, plus what? what? Aren't you listening as the engineer to the show? <laughs> What's the station called? 102. Okay. So what would... <laughs> Oh my god, this guy so now is I'm on out to brunch. Even get there. Like we're helping him. All right. So, uh it's $102 cash. Ah, $102 um, cash. Where was Wango Tango? <laughs> Dignity Health Sports Bar. You know that one. <laughs> <laughs> this your next one to memorize for this quarter is hundred two bucks. Okay, hundred two bucks. Uh, that's a clone of Tubbs. That is not Tubbs. He didn't even know the station. No, yeah, he did. He said one hundred two seven. No, he said one hundred two <laughs> seven. Uh, Nicole, good morning. How are you, Nicole? <laughs> howdy, howdy. I'm uh, good. Howdy. How are you? We're doing well. So you need some advice on what? I need advice on a good generic, uh, like not generic gift for my stepdad for Father's Day. Like I want to get him something special, but he entered my life in like the past like five years. So I don't really know like what to get him that's that special, you know? So does the fact that he entered in the last five years influence the gift at all? Or are you trying to be, are you trying to show him that that doesn't matter? I'm trying to show him that that doesn't matter, but I don't okay, have like anything like I don't have photos from me when I was like a kid or anything mm. that I can like personalize. What does he? This is really interesting. So a a new father figure or father comes into your life, and you want them to feel mm-hmm. as special as a father would. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. do? So what does he like to do? He's really into like outdoorsy things and photography. Um, he likes cooking, but. 
there's just so many gifts that I could get him. Like everything online is just kind of like basic, like seasonings yeah. or um, a cooler. Mm. Yeah, coolers. I wouldn't do a cooler. I That's have an idea. Too generic. <laughs> yeah. What is it, sis? What if you um, get him a cooking class that you go with him to, and the two of you take a cooking class together? That's cute. Oh, that's cool. I really like that. Are you reading my phone? No. <laughs> Would you like that? Have we been- I'm give Meredith and I are giving Dad a pizza cooking lesson. Oh, that's so cute. Because he loves to make pizza. Oh, shh, don't say that. Well, I'm just telling you. He's gonna find out. Well, if he finds out, that acts surprised if you find out. But you're, <laughs> did you hear me say that? No, that was so really. I have not. We've just been in Nicole, sync all morning. I would just write this down. Cooking classes with whomever are always a great yeah. gift. Everybody loves that, especially you know, if they eat. You know what they say? Oh gosh, what do they say? A way to a man's heart is through his mouth, his stomach. His oh, stomach. stomach. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> the same thing. It gets to the same place. I think you have the wrong. But there is one that's relatable to that, I'm sure. Uh, All right, listen, Nicole, good luck. Thanks for calling. Happy Father's Day to your stepdad. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'll let him know. All right. The other thing is, get your dads into pickleball. Yeah, that's a fun game. Pickleball's easy and fun. And you can do it with them. Mm -hmm. It's going to be the sport I master. I'm with you. Right behind you. Right behind you. That's the one we can can manage that one. I think so, too. Uh, and everybody loves pickles. Mm-hmm. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, we heard from Bieber in that mix. And I, I want to tell you, I spent a little time with Haley Bieber this week. Mm-hmm. And I forgot to tell you that she said he's doing much better. Good. He's taking all of the steps. And she was saying that he was so great to her when she had to, you know, she went through that mini stroke and had yeah. to be rushed to the hospital. He was so by her side, sleeping next to her in the hospital and so good to her. Aww. And she is being so good to him. And she just went on and on actually about how these two things that happened in their relationship have brought them so close that they have a stronger bond than ever before. Yeah. But I wanted to tell you, she did say he's noticeably doing better, Aww. which I just loved hearing. Yeah. And, and they're, man, they're truly, really in love. Uh, partnership, truly. Yeah. Oh, I, I gave her that. the number. Haley, if you're listening, I gave her the number here. Well, she always listens, in. right? She all, she said she always listens. When she goes to her workout in the mornings. That's what she told me. Yeah. So anyway, if so she's not listening now, obviously, because I don't see the phone. But if she is listening, she might call. So to whoever's in the phone room. Be ready. That could be the real HB. Did you give her the 800 number? No, I gave her the, no, the hotline. Oh, okay. you, I happen to know line. the hotline. Yeah, the, well, I gave her the hotline. The warm line. What's the warm line? What's the diff? Like, why do we have two lines? Why is there a warm the, line and a hotline? One's less important than the other, I guess. Warm <laughs> yeah, hot. It's so lame. All right. <laughs> we have to get into something here. What? Oh, the engagement ring giveaway. Yeah. We asked you to tell us your love story at kissfm.com. And one lucky couple is going to win an engagement ring from St. Vincent Jewelry Center. In downtown LA, the number one source for engagement wholesale to the public. Tubbs, listen up when you need it. Oh, mm. it's time to call and tell them the good news. So we're calling um, Stephanie Ortega and Jose Gonzalez in Huntington Park. We got this submission from Stephanie. She says, "Jose Gonzalez and I met back in 2013. We both had been divorced for over a year and had so much in common. I had a four-year-old and six-month-old son." Jose had a six-year-old girl. 
blended families can be really challenging, but he raised my kids as if they were his. They love him and call him dad. Our children question our status, but rings are expensive, let alone a wedding. We're always good at not showing our struggles because children shouldn't worry about us, you know? It breaks my heart, but I know the sacrifices we make today are all about a better tomorrow. Well, we're going to add to this love affair right now with some good news. (laughs) Stephanie Ortega? Yes, this is Stephanie Ortega. Hi, Stephanie Ortega. This is Ryan Seacrest. Hold, please. Okay. Jose Gonzalez? Hey, good morning. Hi, Jose. Do you know Stephanie Ortega? <laughs> yes, that's my partner. Do you like her? Do you like her? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like her. Yeah. Uh-huh. Seems really nice. Circle, yeah. yes I or no. I hope he likes me. Yeah. yeah but, no maybe that's here. Girl. That's his girl. Oh. Oh. Okay, so Stephanie and Jose, I have great news for both of you. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) I've got an engagement ring for you from St. Vincent Jewelry Center, downtown L.A. Oh, my God! I thought it was a possibility! I'm not excited until it happens. So is that a yes? (laughs) She says yes! Okay, she says yes. Is it a yes? Yes. Did yes? Yes. 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 <laughs> Congratulations, Jose and Stephanie. Cry. He always cries. <laughs> Jose, Jose, are you good? You crying? Yeah, yeah. he's crying at once. Oh. <laughs> Jose happens to the best of us. Oh. Jose. Yeah, thank you guys. You guys got me choked up. Um, I listen to you guys every day. Um, thank and you. you guys are just amazing. And yeah, I get choked up sometimes. I love my I love my partner. You know, tough times come around for all of us. And you know, who likes paying seven dollars a gallon? You know, yeah. uh, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts nationwide, and it's really nuts here in parts of Southern California. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm yeah. happy to make oh you emotional, God. Jose and Stephanie. Here, your excitement. Congratulations, you guys deserve this. Joke. <laughs> you don't know how many calls come through all day, Ryan. Zero unknown. Um, you know. Why? Where? Where are you? That so many calls come. Where are you? I'm in Huntington Park, California. But so does Jose. We get calls all day. Yeah, you get spam calls. Oh, that's yes. why you're not picking up every time I call you every day. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, now I am because now, now I know that me. it's real. It's we come right. in, you know. Well, congratulations. Uh, Happy Father's Day weekend, Jose, Stephanie. Thank you for listening to Kiss FM, both of you. It's a great way to start our weekend. You're engaged. Love you guys. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let me set this up for you. He's playing Elvis in the movie Elvis, along with Tom Hanks. His name is Austin Butler. Take a listen to this. Well, that's all right, mama. That's all right for you. That's all right, mama. Just any way you So that's Austin Butler playing Elvis. Here's Elvis playing that song. Well, that's all right, mama. That's all right for wow. you. That's all right, mama. Just any way you do that's all right. Uh, he really... Wow really nails being Elvis Presley. And here he is now. Austin Butler, it's great to see you, man. How are you? Hello, I'm very well. How you doing? 
Doing great. Oh, I don't see him, Tubbs. He was in the Zoom. Did you see us yesterday? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I saw a little bit of your show yesterday. <laughs> okay. I was trying to figure out what I thought. What a great guy. He wants to watch the show before he's on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, it was just research. You know, I just wanted to see you. Uh, well, I always uh, knew. I was a huge fan of yours. It was cool to just be a fly on the wall for a bit. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Austin. I, I knew you were committed to anything you do, and that That's shows right. commitment right there. Uh, <laughs> We're excited yeah. to talk with you, Austin. Seriously, uh, we, we've been following what you've been doing, uh, and I know that this is like the this is a really cool big breakout role in a way, being Elvis. But I played a clip of you doing "That's All Right" and Elvis doing "That's All Right," and I'm just curious mm. how often or what kind of singing did you do to yourself, to the mirror, to a tape recorder to play back and play him and compare? Did you do things like that? Absolutely, yeah. I, I, I mean, <laughs> it was. It's the, it's the biggest responsibility I could ever imagine feeling, you know. Yeah. And and also, I wasn't a singer beforehand, so suddenly now it, it just uh, no it felt way. like a dream every day. I, I would wake up going, I'm playing Elvis Presley, like this is insane. And uh, but I mean, honestly, it was that amount of responsibility. It woke me up every day at three or four in the morning with my heart pounding, oh. and so I just would. It was just obsession, and uh, so I would just break down a couple seconds of one song and just obsess about the way that he used his voice, and um, and yeah, it was, it was so many hours of that. You sound like him now. <laughs> I, I, your, your natural <laughs> voice sounds very Elvisy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's it's such a tricky thing because I uh, I people ask me about that, and I don't know if it's just because I got older mm. and my voice dropped a bit. <laughs> or because I don't feel like I have a ton of Southernisms in my voice, but then every now and then it slips in. I think it's, it's yeah, that I, thing where you obsess about something for two years, and that's yeah. the voice you speak. And in. It, no, it's, I listen. In the role. If, if I spend time in a foreign country, I speak English with an Italian accent. You know, it's like it just it's, <laughs> yeah, and that could be yeah. for two days. But Austin, you're from right yeah. here. I mean, you you grew up. You were yeah. born in Anaheim, California. When right. you were growing up, where'd you go to high school? I was homeschooled, and then I tested out of high school when I was 15 because I was wow. acting. So I, I went to elementary school in Anaheim, and then and then I started homeschooling around the age of 12. So when did you start thinking, seriously, this would be your career path in Anaheim? Well, I was such a shy kid, so it was this, it was this thing that I never really considered it. I loved movies, and um, I, but I was, I, was, I was pretty, you know... I didn't love hanging out with other kids. My parents tried to put me in sports, but I didn't really. I'd come home and go, don't make me go back there. <laughs> Instead, <laughs> they bought me a guitar when I was 13, and I fell in love with that. And I would just play for eight hours a day in my room. And so I, I liked isolated things like that. And then and then I sort of stumbled into through through my, I had a stepbrother who got scouted at a fair. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I just kind of accompanied him with my mom up to L.A. and, they said, oh, you got another kid. You should, you should do it too. And my mom said, you, you want to do it, Hans? And I don't know what came over me that day, but I said, yeah. And, and so that got me into doing extra work when I was like 11. And it just seemed like a cool thing to do. Like you could go see a movie set. Yeah, I bet. And suddenly yeah. I was on the set and I was around these other kids and I suddenly felt like I found my tribe. Like these were kids that I actually enjoyed being around and I felt like we were cut from the same cloth. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then I, once I knew that it was actually something you could do, all the, I mean, my dad always had Turner Classic movies on, so it was, 
I, mm. I was obsessed with James Dean. So it was like watching East of Eden a, a million times or watching On the Waterfront with Brando or Raging Bull. Like all those things became my inspiration very early on. So, But then I had many years of just having to pay for gas or the rent, you know, <laughs> so you just do anything. Uh, so I feel very fortunate what I'm going to do now. Yeah. Austin Butler is with us. You are fantastic in this movie. I had a chance to see it two weeks ago. And oh, man. That's cool. It, it's it, it's remarkable. I mean, I didn't. I guess I knew some of the Elvis story. I didn't realize some of the nuances of the Elvis story and how much uh, or how irreverent he was at times. How much trouble he was in. What he was doing to the audiences. How just moving your body was such a big deal. Uh, what did you not know going into this that you learned and were surprised to learn about Elvis? So much. It was really putting his life in context, especially the beginning portion. The fact that he was a twin and, and all that goes into that. The fact that the first human contact he's ever experiencing is in his mother's womb. And then his twin brother comes out first and isn't alive. And his mother's experiencing the most grief she's ever felt. And suddenly here comes Elvis. She, and he's a miracle from the moment he comes into this world in his mother's eyes. So how close he was with his mom. Um, the fact that they're dirt poor and the drive to take care of his parents, mm -hmm. his father going to prison at a young age. The fact, I mean, the, the, the really powerful thing for me is, is putting the story in context of the fact that Elvis lived in one of the few white houses in a black neighborhood. We did not have Elvis without black music or black culture. Mm -hmm. um, so him going to the gospel tent as a, as a little kid, that, that was told verbatim by this man named Sam Bell to Bass who sadly passed away last year, but, but that, that whole story of, of the pastor saying, let him be the spirits with him, that actually, that's what Sam said verbatim happened. So at the time, he's just this little kid who's soaking in the things that he's most inspired by. And then he ends up moving to Memphis and he's down on Beale Street and Club Handy down there becomes his sanctuary. And um, so really, yeah, putting his story into context was, was a huge thing that, that um, I felt very powerful to me. I think anybody listening of any age should go see this. Yeah, there's I a, see there's it. a walk through history, walk through music. Uh, you get to know Austin Butler as Elvis. So it's in theaters next Friday, June 24th. Hey, do me a, before you go, Austin, will you do me a favor? I'm going to have you record my outgoing message on my oh phone. My Could God. you just say, hey, you, you be me, you play me. Okay, so you, you say, hey it's, hey, it's Ryan. I can't come to the phone right now, leave a message, but as your voice, but as my name. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Hey, it's Ryan. I can't come to the phone right now. Please leave me a message. I mean, are you kidding me? That Solid. is gold. That Solid. is gold. Hey, bro, that's going to help out in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. You're the best. Austin Butler, everybody. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. Congratulations. We'll see you in person soon, all right? All right. Thank you, I'm going to call myself. I'm going to call myself and not answer. I hear that. <laughs> see you, buddy. See ya. Uh, see you, guys. <laughs> see you, man. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So let's get in. This is really enterprising. It is us shining a spotlight on a, a local entrepreneur who made a pivot or stopped their routine gig to go for something they were really passionate about and started their own business, which is scary. So this is Lindsay McCormick of Marina Del Rey. She was working as a producer for the Travel Channel. Bring her up and discovery, right? So now, Lindsay, thanks for coming on. Thanks uh, so much for having me on. 
you already had my dream job of working for the Travel Channel and Discovery. <laughs> but you dropped it was that very, to very fun. Do this. So, all right. Well, to anybody who works at those places, we'll work. Um, so, you started this new way of cleaning your teeth. Tell us how you came up with the idea and what made you decide you were going to go for it and leave your regular job. Absolutely. So I was traveling all the time for work. And you know, when you're filming, sometimes you're only somewhere for a day or two. So you're always traveling carry on only. And I was throwing out these little toothpaste tubes after every shoot. And I, I had already been living kind of a lower waist lifestyle. I was trying to get plastic out of my daily routine. But here I was tossing this little toothpaste tube. So mm -hmm. I started looking into alternatives that I could travel with. And that's when I learned about the over 1 billion toothpaste tubes that end up in our landfills and our oceans every year. And then all of the harsh chemicals, artificial flavors that are in toothpaste. And I was like, there's got to be something better, but I couldn't find anything. So I decided to literally start making my own. I bought like a tableting machine. I talked to dentists and dental hygienists, and I started pushing out these tablets in my living room. So these are tablets one takes to clean their teeth as well or better mm -hmm. as brushing? Yes. So it's kind of like, uh, it's like, it's a dry tablet. It's kind of like a Smartie, like, you know, like the candies mm -hmm. and yeah. you pop one in your mouth. Yeah. And so you pop it in your mouth and you bite down and it'll turn to powder. And then you just take a wet toothbrush and start brushing at it. And once it starts foaming, it's, it's exactly like the toothpaste that you're used to. Uh, but there's no plastic and there's no uh, bad, you know, harsh chemicals or artificial flavors. So then you put the toothbrush in your mouth. Yes, then you use okay. your toothbrush and you, you yeah. just brush it just like once you get past that point, the kind of the, the weird put it in your mouth and you're like, wait a minute, this is like a candy, but it, it's not yeah. a candy. But once wow, you get used to that, then it's very normal. Isn't it? I mean, this is eco-friendly as well. Lindsay McCormick, she started yeah. Bite Toothpaste Bits. You can go to bitetoothpastebits.com. And Lindsay, was it shocking to you that something didn't exist? Isn't that a weird moment where you think, how could someone not have thought of this yet? Yeah, and that was, you know, it had toothpaste tablets had been around for a, a really long time, but none of them had been done in a sustainable way. And a lot of them had sodium lauryl sulfate and a bunch of really, you know, kind of nasty stuff. So the idea was like, okay, let's get a glass jar and then compostable refill pouches. So once you get your one glass jar, all you do is just keep on getting these refill pouches and you never have you know, any additional waste, you can put it in your home compost and it's just, um, you know, way more eco-friendly and, you know, and, and easier too. Cause it just, you know, we ship it to you, it shows up at your house and that's basically it. And you took an online chemistry class to help figure this out. <laughs> I did. I found this thread on Reddit where it was like, if you want to take open source online chemistry classes from like, you know, senior year of high school to PhD in organic chemistry, this is how you would do it. And I spent my nights and weekends taking these chemistry classes wow. so I could have a full understanding because, you know, it's like the first customers were like myself and my family and my friends. So it's better work, right? I better know what I'm doing. So I took it really seriously and wanted to learn a lot. I remember seeing you on Shark Tank. You were on it a few years yeah. ago, right? We were, yeah, I was. It was really fun. Yeah, well, I totally look, saw it. There's good news. <laughs> Check these out bitetoothpastebits.com because they're better for the environment. And there's good news because there's an opening at the Travel Channel and Discovery. <laughs> and I might uh, apply to fill that. I'll take some online oh, travel courses. Um, it's a pleasure meeting you, Lindsay. Thanks so much for coming on. Good luck with this. Thanks so much. You guys, too. Thank you. Yeah. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. It's like when I think of the post-it, right? I think there was a moment where uh -huh. somebody said, wouldn't a sticky little piece of paper be a hit? <laughs> I can't believe this genius. doesn't exist. <sighs> and she had that same sort of moment. I know. But it's true. I Look at some of your toothpastes. See if you can tell what's in it.
And that goes right in your mouth. Like that's going in your mouth. And you know what they say about the way to a man's heart? What was it? <laughs> yeah, well, no, the way to a man's heart was through his, his mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Stomach. That's what the toothpaste people say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, Tubbs. I hear JoJo Siwa's there in the Zoom. She's here on the Zoom. <laughs> JoJo Siwa joining us on the Zoom. How are you? I am so good. How are you guys? I'm great. It's great to have you on. So iHeart's uh, Can't Cancel Pride 2022, available on demand yes. at can'tcancelpride.com. And you can also watch So You Think You Can Dance Wednesdays with JoJo Siwa. We'll get into it. But Can't Cancel Pride, you were so perfect and great did you have a good time thank you oh my god literally the best time it, the whole day was fun the dress rehearsal was fun the crew was fun the celebrities they were fun everything about it was do you remember when we first met jojo oh my gosh it was forever i was literally thinking about that while i was on like while i was waiting on this zoom i can't remember the first time but i was like gosh i've known you for a long for long a long time, time. When you first sort of started out and when everybody was talking about you and I'm looking at your life then and I'm looking at your life now and for you, how does it, just you on the inside, how does it look different? You know, it's weird. I've really grown up a lot in the last year. I feel like I've changed the most in this one year that I have throughout the last 18. Um I don't know. I think it's just kind of been my life. People always would tell me like, I wish you could see it. I wish you could like see it, but not be in it. Like yeah. my, my life, mm -hmm. my career, my journey. And I think I'm a little bit jaded to it because it is the only thing that I know. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's been a wild journey. That's for sure. Well, look, I still have a little leftover ice cream, the Jojo Siwa ice cream that you said. There you go. <laughs> It's good stuff. I got to tell you, it's good stuff. <laughs> it is especially good. after a long day. Uh, all right. So you think you can dance? Yes. What? No, I Do you have think known... you can dance? No, I know no. I can't. And I used to ah. work with Nigel Lithgow, and he oh, never. Yeah. yeah, you know Nigel, right? Yeah. And he, he never said I could dance, so therefore I knew I should never be on that show. But what is it like for you to be there? You're now a judge. It's so cool. It really is. I mean, I grew up watching the show. I went to, I think, the season five live show. Bunch of my friends have been on the show. I mean, Jenna Johnson, who was my pro on Stars, right. Um, right. she she competed on the show, I believe, season 10. Um, and so, I mean, it's been around for forever. And so to be a judge on it, it it's really cool. It's a really big honor. What do you look for? What, what makes somebody stand out? for you and, and by the way i'm asking this personally so when i'm at a party next yeah. and for so you think you can dance yep. what i got you out? i got you yeah. um well i mean with the first round of auditions every number i would go into with a clean slate like i wouldn't uh -huh. try to compare it to the last thing that i saw because dancers everyone is unique you know and so now that we're into the live studio shows we know our top 12 and mm -hmm. it's it's really a game of like okay we know what you can do now how are you going to top yourself mm -hmm. You know, Jojo, Sissy and I and Tanya were just talking about how we're such big fans of yours. And something Thank that you. people listening should know is you can see this new Facebook watch series called yes. Jojo Goes. Tell us about that because you get to do a lot of different things in it. Yes. So I'm, I'm stoked about that because because of who I am, there's a lot that I wasn't able to do and I still won't be able to do in my life, you know? Right. Example, go to summer camp. 
or you know go to college i could still go to college but i'm you know but she's like i'm not going to (laughs) doing other things doing other things right now um and so it really gave me the chance to experience all those things that i've always wanted to and dabble into them for the day it was it's every show every episode has its whole own adventure adventure and it is it's it's a good one that's like a dream gig that's really cool you can pretend to be a doctor one day no literally i did i worked at a hospital for a day that one was really fun it was great well check that one out because that's a a fun side of jojo siwa and iHeartRadio's can't cancel pride 2022 is on demand can't cancel pride.com all right thanks for coming on it's great to see you thank you so much bye Bye. jojo bye y'all so how old is she actually so she was born in 2003. Tanya? So she's uh, 21. 25. No. 20. What's 2022? Oh, born it in, is? So it's 17. She's 17. 24. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she's 20. 20 Seven years. plus 20. 20 years would be 2002. 10 plus 10, 17. Wait, hold 21. on. 21. <laughs> you guys. Oh, no. It's 2022, Wait, and she was born in 2003. She's 2003 to 2010 is 7. She's plus 19. 10 is 17. 17. Plus 2 is... She's 19. She's 19. Oh. <laughs> if we would just take our time, we would get there faster. Everybody's jumping in with these numbers and the new math. I'm using the old math. I was the closest. All right. <sighs> pressure of this What show. we could have done is 2022 minus 2003. Okay. Well, we got there, we so got let's there. not go back there. We have a trending report coming up in a moment. Tanya, what are we looking at? So if you could interview an ex of yours in 20 years... Would you want to or not? Do I have an ex of 20 years yet? Not really. I mean, I have a high school Well, ex. yeah, high school exes for sure. That's 20 plus years. So, what? okay, well, let's... You just think about if you would want to. Okay, I've thought about it. Uh, let's just tell you what we've got here. We've got um, 50 minutes of nonstop kiss stacked up on this Friday. Sisney's going to take you for the SysFM hour. That's right. From 10 to 11. What do you have going down this Friday morning from 10 to 11? Uh, commercial-free music, for starters. Ooh, that continues ooh, all the way. you ask. Yeah. How dare you ask. Uh, and Father's Day weekend. Happy Father's Day to all of our dads, to Gary Seacrest. To Michael. Bronco Rad. And Anybody my dad, else? Randy. Anybody else want to chime in? Oh, I got my zaddy. Oh, oh and your zaddy, of course. My zaddy. An old man, Bill Tubbs. Bill oh, Tubbs. Boy. I want Gosh, Bill Tubbs to fill I, I in for meet, Jeff Tubbs one day. I want to meet Bill Tubbs. What is Tubbs? Bill Tubbs up to these days? <laughs> He's just being old. <laughs> oh, my God, Tubbs. And what does being old mean on a daily basis to him? Uh, he gets up and makes breakfast. and uh, I Cast think he, iron skillet. Yeah, cast iron. He makes his biscuits and gravy. Oh, this guy. Where does he live? This, in in this, Bakersfield. Oh, boy. Right. Living the life. Bill Tubbs of Bakersfield. Is he retired? Yeah. yeah what does he wear? I think he's 78, 79. What does he dress like? Oh, he just wears like a t-shirt and jeans and <laughs> suspenders. I just saw suspenders? a glimpse into the future yeah. of Jeff Tubbs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the assignment. Yes. Go ahead, Tanya, for the trending report. Okay, so I'm going to majorly TBT you guys. Did you forget? Do you remember that Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow were engaged? No, they were like kids. Uh, I saw them at the Bruin Theater at a premiere once when I just moved to L.A. Back in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, I like honestly forgot, but they just sat down to do an interview together and the conversation went from, you know, business to friendly to kind of bringing up memories of when they were engaged. And Brad was saying how everything works out the way it's supposed to. And Gwyneth 
said the best thing ever. She goes, yes, it does. I finally found the Brad that I was supposed to marry. It just took me 20 years. Get it? Who's oh. she married to? She's married to Brad Falchuk. Oh, all right. Now I get it. Yeah. yeah. So like she was engaged to Brad Pitt, but now 20 years later, she found her, her dude. But here's, this is where it got kind of weird. So they even went on to say, he said, it's lovely to have you as a friend now, and I do love you. And then Gwyneth replied, I love you so much. To me, I took it a bit too far. Mm. I feel like it's a bit odd, but it got me thinking, if you could do this, would you want to do this with an ex of yours from 20 years ago, or would you kind of be like, nah? Let's go backwards. I don't mind that they have so much love for each other, because I think they appreciate what they did for each other in each other's lives at the time when they were together. So for me, to I would say that to my exes as well. I love you so much for what we had, what you taught me, and where we ended up. I think it's totally fine. I do have to say, Gwyneth Paltrow is like the goat when it comes to just like rising above everything because I feel like she always does this. I feel there's always a story where she's like, there's beef with her and Kourtney Kardashian. No, she reaches out and does an interview with Kourtney Kardashian. Oh, there's beef with her and Chris Martin's new girl, Dakota Johnson. Nope, she shuts that down, says she's a lovely person and she like thinks she's amazing. And so I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow is one of those people that is always so classy and just rising above it. And so to answer the question, would you want to go back, Sissini, 20 years to interview an ex? I feel like it would not be interesting, but sure. Like, I'm not scared. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with it, too. Yeah, it's fine. I would do it like 10, 2010, whatever. Really? I think their, ex, their, like, now, their, their current significant others might have an issue with it. Anything fresher than that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 20 years is like, 20, okay. 15, I ain't five, no. Mm. Yeah. No, too fresh. Too fresh. Uh, but yes, those two were the it couple then. I know. Right? And they were so yeah. young. We are ushering in to the studio, down from his studio. Uh, Big Boy, host of Big Boy's Neighborhood, Real 92.3. Big Boy, it is always good to see you. How you doing? I am doing amazing, Ryan. How art thou? Thou art be doing well. Yeah, yeah. It's hard <laughs> to answer go. that one. Uh, that one. <laughs> no, wait, I gotta, how, do I, how do I respond? Usually I can talk with him. Uh, hey, by the way, we heard, we saw the press actually. Yeah, Jack Harlow, who was just here on your show. Yes, sir. And I understand you got very, very emotional. <laughs> when you know what? You got really, really weepy <laughs> when he complimented you on be, being a good dad. Let me tell you, bro. Um, hopefully you didn't fall for the clickbait. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> you know what happened, man? We were going back and forth and we were playing and Louis was sliding him things to say about, oh, he's a good dad. He's a this, he's a that. But they only took the clip of when I paused and I played like I was crying, and I went down and got a napkin. And then immediately out of that break, you see us just start laughing. Oh. But, man, they, they got what they wanted out of it. And you, the shot heard around the world is the first thing that people hear. Because even when I put up that, oh, it was a joke, it was this, no one knew about that. Yeah, you but know, I liked believing it. I was yeah. very, I was actually struck by it. And I am boy. a great dad. Yeah, yeah. That, but that I'd like for you to be a crier too. Oh, I am a crier, bro. I am a oh, crier. Really? If this show don't, don't sell out that I'm doing, I'm gonna be crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's I'm be crying on June 26. <laughs> let, let's get to it. Sunday's Father's Day. Yes, and everyone says uh, and dads I'm an amazing are hard to for. Yes. I heard that. Crushing it. Um, so, what do you want for your Father's Day? Man, you know what, man? I want uh, love. I want hugs. See, that's all they want. Yeah. 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 You know, I just want to be special that day. Yes. You know, I, because Aww. I'm one of those people that I want to hear it. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to I know your love. Words of affirmation. Yeah, affirmation. <laughs> I, I need that. I need that's, that's those your love things. language. Not the, oh, you know your love. Like, I want to be above and beyond <laughs> and ridiculous. <laughs> and I want to say no more, but really want more. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, All I want right. to be appreciated. I'm appreciated already, but even like 10 times more. Yeah. Now we know how to play Big Boy, don't we? There I got it. it. I'm taking uh, notes. Big Words. Boy's comedy show. Tell us about it June 25th. Man, we got Mike Epps in Los Angeles, man. So that that's going to be great. We're at the Novo, downtown Los Angeles on the 25th, Saturday night, BET weekend. We got Fat Joe yeah. performing all the way live for us. And we got some great surprises that's coming through as well. Just a great night of comedy, man. We always have great comedy shows. And Mike Epps does well for us. Eric Blake does well for us. Mo- Monique Marvez. Hey, man. And Jose, uh, what's... Jesus Trejo. Jesus Trejo. Well, I was just talking to you about. There it is. Thank you, Jose. Well, you need this in your life. Like, we all need this oh in gosh. our life. A moment to escape, laugh, and have a little fun. You oh, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Can you no, imagine be- if I just wanted everybody else to go in my place? <laughs> be, <laughs> no, be, be home being a good dad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so ready. I'm just so ready to have fun and get back out there and just... Just, just laugh, man. So we yeah. we got a great night of comedy once again. We have great shows. With the vibe is always good when we do one of our comedy shows. So I'm ready to do that once again. Well, great to see you, pal. The man, uh, tickets see you. are on sale. AXS.com. Big boy, everybody. You should buy a hundred of them right now and give away to your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about you talking about putting people on the spot? Like, no, big, that's not going to happen. You know, thank you so much. I'll talk to you, buddy. I appreciate big you, Ryan. God bless yeah. you, my friend. Uh, Bye, y'all. Bye. You too. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. I still love my very intense boxing to that song. Uh huh. I can see boxing. the rhythm. Yeah, it's not so intense, but I they do play that sometimes in the boxing gym. Where are I those always, videos? I always because I don't look right yet. I always think I look right, but I don't yet. So as soon as I get my skills down a little bit more, those videos will be flying well, on a loop. Well, just take them and then send them to us, and then we'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like thumbs up if it's good. Yeah, like we'll give you postal bad. approval. What were you guys texting me about last night? Oh, bathing suits. I found oh bathing suits gosh. that would look cute on you. Those are too long still. No, they're short. They're like perfect length for like Ryan's height. I think you need like a five I mean inch. Ryan's height. Isn't your boyfriend the same height? Yes, but that's why I was looking at them because I thought they would look good on my boyfriend and I was going to get him a pair and then I was why like, don't oh, you these... get him a pair? I don't want a pair. We yeah. don't need you. You don't, the you same don't need thing. to dress Ryan. I agree. <laughs> I'm not trying to dress you. I'm just I trying to want, like. I want you to dress Robbie. I got to I, I dress him. But I think a good five inch inseam for you, Ryan. Why don't you, is you bring him in here for one of these shows in the future? I told you he wants to come. All right, well, let's broker that. Sisney, get on that. <laughs> I will for get a on show that. coming up. But text him right now. <laughs> oh, Jesse, sorry, I didn't realize you were there. Jesse's just enjoying the show. Hi, Jesse. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and just listening to you—it's like listening to siblings, just like <laughs> in the car on a long drive. It's you know? true. Yes, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're a father. You know what it's like to hear kids cackling. Oh, it never stops. And then, and 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 the subjects are so not deep, and it's just they're just so. Well, about I have so to long. say, I do think her picking up bathing suits for myself and her boyfriend is. I don't need that, you know. Yeah, she tries to dress both yeah. of them the same. It's very strange. No, it's very nice, Jesse. Wouldn't you like it if somebody said, "Hey, this would look good on you because somebody that you know has a similar body type." <laughs> but we don't uh, have a similar body type. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, I, to be honest with you, I would need to know where I'm ranked. Am I number one ranked in this body type or number two? Where oh. Am I? Oh, interesting. Oh. I, I'm not getting involved. Um, <laughs> hey, no, Jesse. You don't want to know that. <laughs> Jesse's son graduated fifth grade oh, last week. Dude, oh I cannot gosh. believe that's amazing. 
I cannot believe it. it's so weird. I've, I've spent the last like 12 years driving to elementary schools every day, and it's literally over the rest of my life probably. Have I been working here so long that Savannah's in college? Yeah. Yes, she's in year. She just finished year two of college. Oh my gosh, that is about to be a junior. I remember her young, tiny little girl voice with you on the air. She'd always be running around the studio in the hallways here. Oh my! Oh, dude, I try to I try to show her videos and pictures of her old days hanging out at Kiss FM, and she literally acts like it is the least cool time of her life. And I'm (laughs) like, really? Come on, dude! I mean, she's in a sorority now. You know, she goes to the Diplo concert. You know, everything is so cool and cool and. Oh man, yeah, we're she's, cool. She's, she's we had fast. Diplo at Wango Tango. We're cool. I, you know, I begged her to come. She's like, nah. Uh, <laughs> all jaded. Well, she'll come back. She'll come back. She'll come back to you. Um, so, what, do you know what you're getting or doing for Father's Day, Jesse Lozano of Kiss FM? Well, I am. Su- well, as as my wife says, sometimes my bougie is showing, and so I asked for a massage. I like a little bougie Father's Day thing. So oh, I'm going to get you. a little. Uh, I'm going to get an hour stone massage. No talking. I don't like to talk during my massages. I like to fall asleep and enjoy. Fall asleep and you miss it. I fall asleep and I'm very worried I'm going to have gas when I fall asleep. That's true. You You might want to stay a little awake. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is embarrassing if it happens and you know they'll play it off. But it's really almost impossible to do it. Well, yeah, it's so normal for them. I don't yourself. even think they would tell you. I know, but Ew. I'm just giving you some. Uh, I like a massage. Just giving eating? you some advice. I eat beans. <laughs> yeah. I eat vegan. Something lately. Like yeah. A lot of beans. Cabbage. Because lately. I'm trying to cut out meat, so I'm having black beans, uh, lima beans, fava beans, uh, white beans. Beans. Ew. Ew. Jesse, I apologize once again no. for the family. <laughs> All um, good. You're on Sunday, 4 to 8. What are we doing on Kiss this weekend? Well, it's it's that four to eight window where everyone's depressed because their weekend is over. And they don't want to <laughs> think about the week yet, yeah. so it's like I like I coffee up and I get all the good tickets. I think I have Machine Gun Kelly tickets with Avril Lavigne and Willow. I think I'll probably give those away. Like between four and eight o'clock on Sunday afternoon, you're going to get a couple chances to get those tickets. Oh, nice. so. Love it. Hey, listen, yeah. one of the best yeah. dressed at Wango Tango. Always good to see you in your uh, short suits. Oh, thank you, buddy. Hey, I, I got to say, I know you're trying to take a chip away at this a little bit. Were you wearing a silk? Parka, a silk puffer jacket, bro. Was. That was That's a game right. changer. I ain't That's gonna right. lie to you. No, it, it, was I, it was. I know. I I was talked into it by the siblings here. Oh, we did they not know you we were going to show up in that satin you robe. You begged me to wear a silk robe. No, we did not. You, not. Uh, you wouldn't stop with me about the silk robe, please. All right, Jesse, we're gonna carry on. It's almost over. For us, to your friends, you're close. All right, you're close, bro. Hang we'll in talk there. Talk to you later. See you, buddy. Bye. Jesse Lozano, Kiss of M this weekend. On air with Ryan Seacrest. This is 102.7 Kiss FM. Thank you for dealing with us just for a little bit, and make sure you have a great weekend. Coming up next week, we have Disneyland tickets and Halsey tickets every hour here on Kiss. Have a great weekend. Take good yeah. care. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Happy Day. Day. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.